You are listening to a Natural Products Insider Podcast. With Sandy Almendares, Editor-in-Chief. Brought to you by Supply Side West, November 6 through 10 in Las Vegas. Welcome to a Supply Side West edition of the Healthy Insider Podcast. I'm Sandy, and on the phone, I've got Steve French, managing partner of the Natural Marketing Institute, also known as NMI. Um, Steve is going to be focusing on market data for healthy aging products as part of our Supply Side West workshop, Healthy Aging Lifelong Wellness. That's on Wednesday, November 7th at 9 a.m. at our Supply Side West show in Las Vegas, and on this podcast, we're going to dive in a little bit to the topic and give give everyone a preview of what Steve will be talking about at the show. Um, before I get started, I'll let you know a little bit about Steve. He's been around in the industry for quite a while, so I'm sure that uh, everyone's well aware of him. But um, at uh, Natural Marketing Institute is an international strategic marketing consult consultant and market research firm that specializes in health and wellness, sustainability, and healthy aging. Steve has more than 30 years of strategic marketing, business development, market research, and management experience. And I, as I understand, uh, Natural Marketing Institute has done recent research focused on a healthy aging topic. Um, so Steve, in the, the interviews that you've conducted with consumers, what do they think healthy aging means? Well, it's very interesting, Sandy. When we talk about healthy aging with consumers, it becomes an eclectic mix of uh, dimensions that one may not associate with the uh, traditional definition of healthy aging. So what I mean by that is that there's obviously the physical health component. Are consumers getting healthier or, or not? What products are they using or not? Uh, but it also includes a whole wide range of other health dimensions, such as socialization or social health, the health of caregiving, financial health, technological health, and just a whole uh, uh, multifaceted list of, uh, of health factors. Now, if you ask consumers uh, to rate them, and in our survey work that we've done, uh, we ask uh, general population, this is U.S. adult, although we conduct research in 20 other countries, but this is U.S. Um, we ask them which of the following methods are extremely or very important in how they maintain a healthy lifestyle. And there's really uh, uh, three uh, buckets uh, that uh, consumers talk about maintaining a uh, healthy lifestyle in terms of healthy aging. Uh, the first bucket focuses in on not, not products, but activities. So it's about getting enough sleep, maintaining positive mental attitude, and managing stress. Then you get into uh, some more uh, uh, basic type of uh, consumer packaged goods and uh, 
and other products such as the consumption of nutritious foods, maintaining proper weight, eating uh, a balanced diet. Then, then there's a mix in the third tier, which talks about the importance of exercise, uh, the usage of conventional healthcare uh, professionals, and taking vitamins and minerals. So it's so it's really a a, a broad mix. Now, one one may ask why consumers are taking more responsibility uh, for for their health as it relates back to healthy aging. And the top five reasons that consumers tell us is all about best mental health, wanting to remain independent, uh, physical health, which is the traditional def definition, the desire to live a long life, and I don't want to rely on others. So it's a very interesting topic as we look across the eclectic nature of healthy aging. So it's so broad beyond what we would have traditionally called anti-aging, quote unquote, you know, just we would think of older consumers who would be interested in this. But with this much broader definition of healthy aging, what consumer groups are focused on it and using products to help address it? Well, it's 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 very interesting. The uh, the traditional def definition, when consumers think of healthy aging, they think of it in a geriatric sense. So you're thinking it of the older pop population, maybe the older boomers, or definitely, definitely the uh, mature groups. But as we'll see with some of the other topics that we'll get into later, the notion of healthy aging is relevant across the, dem the demographic uh, uh, spectrum. So it's highly relevant to even millennials and Gen X uh, across across certain uh, health issues and and uh, so on um, but I just uh, I just did an article for insider talking about the role of cognition and it's and it's very interesting that it's as important uh, to millennials as it is to to matures when you pick out certain health issues. So uh, the the basic answer to your question is it's across all generations. Um, and uh, it, it's not focused just on, on the agent. So um, for all those listening at home, that article that Steve mentioned on cognitive health is in our, is in an insider's November, December print issue. So pick one up if you, if you don't have it. Um, but moving on on this topic, so what, as consumers get older, what fears do they have about aging, and then how do natural products help them address these concerns? Yeah, it's one of my favorite topics, Andy. We, we ask in the survey, uh, consumers' fear of uh, aging, and again, there's a, a broad range of factors from losing sex appeal, their hearing loss, to a death of a spouse, and so on. But you can break these down in three tiers also. And I won't, I won't read all of these uh, because we measure about 20 or 30 different fears of aging. But the first, the first tier um, is about uh, losing mental or brain capacity, to link back to the cognition mention we just had. Secondly, is very interesting. It's running out of money. Uh, it's uh, you know, significantly higher than cancer. It's significantly higher than dying. Uh, running, running out of money, uh, stated by half of consumers as the biggest fear of aging. 
being a burden on my family or loved one and restricted mo- mobility. So those are really the top, the top four. And what the common thread is among the top four fears of healthy aging are about choice, independence, and control. Those are three things that consumers are looking to maintain as they get older. You know, we're hearing all the news about the increase in Alzheimer's and uh, just being a burden and not being able to get around and so on. And those, those definitely play into consumers' mindset. Now, you get into the second tier, and there's a, there's a lot more issues that are specific to physical health, uh, as you might uh, expect uh, heart attack and stroke are on here. But even lack of energy and uh, fatigue uh, is higher than cancer. And if you think about it, uh, as you get older, if you don't have the energy to do the things that you want to do, uh, you know, it's it's sort of moot. It's it, it's not something that the consumers want want to deal with. Uh, other things in the uh, second tier include vision problems, uh, arthritis, chronic pain is a big one. Uh, and then you get into some things uh, such as the inability to stay in my home, which 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 ties back to not being a burden on loved ones. So, so again, it's it's very interesting. We have a whole third tier uh, that I that I won't get into now, but uh, uh, lots of lots of different reasons uh, that uh, consumers uh, have have fears of aging. Now, now how how that ties into uh, natural products and so on, it's, it's very interesting. We ask a specific question in the survey work, uh, which reads as follows, I wish there was some type of food ingredient or nutritional supplement I could use that would keep my memory and brain function healthy. And we have 85% of consumers uh, agree with that statement. And what's interesting is it's the same for all generations, similar to what we talked about before. Now, if you take that uh, a step further into another way that we uh, address consumers' diets, um, as a consumer's age, they want to get more heart-healthy ingredients, fiber, vitamin D, antioxidants, calcium, omega-3s, uh, and then into some, into some other uh, foods with healthy fats, whole grains, superfruits, and so on. So, again, it's not a uh, straight, straightforward um, uh, pathway uh, to this notion of healthy aging. So... It's not a straight pathway, so that means there's work uh, on the marketer side um, and a leap for consumers. But so, how likely, in terms of what consumers are actually doing, how likely are they to use supplements or other healthy food or you know functional food products to to help address these concerns about aging? Yeah, first, if you look at the whole notion of uh, fortified and functional foods, and we've been measuring. Uh, the use of these products in terms of a household penetration number, meaning the percentage of households that are actually using products. So on a fortified uh, food basis, uh, 
depending upon the generation, you have about two-thirds of millennials and Gen X using fortified foods and beverage, about, and about six out of ten boomers and matures using. What's very interesting is that the growth in fortified foods and beverages is being driven from the millennial group. Uh, the same thing is happening with functional foods, definitely driven by the uh, millennials. And you have uh, a similar usage uh, across all generations at about at about two or two out of three consumer groups. If you if you look further at the supplements, um, uh, even though millennials are driving the growth again in the market, it's the matures that have the highest usage rate. Uh, we measure usage in the past. 30 days, and it's uh, it's just about 80% among general population America, uh, 75% among millennials. Then it goes up uh, to about 90% of uh, the the matures. So the uh, solutions to help with healthy aging uh, include all kinds of uh, various sup supplements. Uh, you know, the highest ones being uh, beyond beyond a multi uh, vitamin uh, vitamin D omega three followed by calcium fiber and then pro probiotics and then you have a whole range of of condition specific products in there and uh, so on but uh, uh, again a very interesting mix uh, in terms of solutions that uh, both manufacturers and retailers and those uh, throughout the supply chain can address as opportunistic. This is great information. Um, can you tell the audience a little bit about where this information is coming from, you know, sample size and when, when these interviews were conducted, et cetera? Yeah, this uh, research that I just talked to and that I'll, that I'll uh, present as supply side is from a culmination of uh, a range of consumer studies that NMI has conducted uh, over the past uh, 15 or so years. So uh, because we trend the data and look at changes and what's growing and what's, and what's not and so on. So we've actually interviewed over a million consumers uh, in 20 different countries since, since the late 90s. Uh, so there's a lot of consumer data here. Uh, now, now some of the questions are based on a couple thousand and, and so on, but, but, but in aggregate, it's a very, very big sample that's nationally projectable uh, to, in this case, the U.S. population. And uh, some of this research is, is the whole way up through, uh, uh, through 2017. Great. Well, thank you so much, Steve, for joining me today on the podcast. And uh, we certainly look forward to seeing you at Supply Side West at the workshop Healthy Aging Lifelong Wellness. That's on Wednesday, November 7th. Thanks, Andy. For more award-winning podcasts from industry experts, go to insider.com and click in the podcast section. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts by searching Healthy Insider Podcast. Hit subscribe to never miss an episode. To join the conversation about the supplement industry, leave a comment on the podcast's Twitter, Facebook, or SoundCloud accounts. This episode has been brought to you by Supply Side West, November 6th through 10 in Las Vegas.